Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We made it. Yes. So let's just get started. Michael, do you have a spotlight? I do. It'll be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This will be a short one. But a good one. It's a very short one. But our friend B, who ran the Wildover one shot for us and has made the wonderful world of. Wildiver at I think they're just at Wildiver. Yeah. World of Wildiver online. Anyways, they're starting a podcast. It's called Parallel to Anywhere. And I thought it would be appropriate to shout it out because they're gonna be posting their first episode this Saturday. There's also a very active Discord community for them. Yeah, they have a very active Discord community. They have the the same artist that's done the art for um Wildiver and basically they're having a nice little linear story where uh their main character is jumping to multiverse to multiverse and doing that in the form of playing different types of ttrpgs so i think it's very fun and a very ambitious (laughs) podcast so show them some support when it comes out it'll be coming out february 19th it'll probably be out already when this episode um airs but yes go check them out parallel to anywhere at p2 anywhere on twitter so there we go (laughs) yeah i'm good we're gonna get started also we're in season three oh my god season three so like autumn or um, no, it's always spring. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, technically you've been in autumn, but you know. At least for Ellie, it's always spring. Time is an illusion. Yeah. <laughs> I've been measuring the seasons based on Ellie's coat, and apparently it hasn't changed, so you know, it's just gonna be for uh, like an evergreen year. Well, the starts in early spring, and now you're in, um, like, mid-autumn. Oh, everything's gonna be nice and orange. Oh, gonna be great. Everything's red. <laughs> Look at the orange trees! Yellow! Oh, red! Yeah. So, that's why our maps have been autumn-y. You're in autumn. Last time in Dungeon Dandle, we were returning from a day trip at the beach. Luna and Blackwood for a night ride together and discovered a hidden glade in the forest. The two remembered this place and they find a rapier embedded in a stone at the center of a meadow of daffodils. Impelled by memories that were not quite their own, Galak and Luna pulled the sword from the stone and are flooded with memories of their past lives with Lydia and Yarrow. Lydia is Luna's great-grandmother five generations back, and Yarrow was her first husband. Yarrow had been tragically murdered by stoning after he was cursed with lycanthropy and framed for murder. 
And Linnea dedicated, dedicated many years to find a cure. With Linnea, with Luna, and Linnea's memories now is one. And tell me if you agree with this. <laughs> Luna feels confident that if she adheres to her tenant, she can overcome her curse. Somehow, yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> Alright, yeah. After a tender moment of an uh, apology for not saving him before his hero, Black comforts Luna and told her that he wants to focus on the future together instead of the lost past. The two then collapse and collapse to the the ground as an entire, uh, with basically two levels of exhaustion because you have been flooded with an entire lifetime of memories and abilities. It's time for a stress nap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot. Kara and her uncle Lucius decide to trail a room, a young man that has been acting strangely and has also been dating Luna's brother, Angel. Lucius doesn't trust him and invites Kara on a reconnaissance mission with him to investigate. They watch her traverse Perkins and go to tavern. Afterwards, he escorts their intoxicated woman home. He appears to go appear to only be going about his job as Nightwatch, but when Kiara appears to the window of the woman's home, she witnesses his ruin and the vampiric act of preying on the denizens of Zerkis. Um, with the help of magic, Rune has removed any traces of himself, the bite marks, the blood, and exiting quietly, um, and has thus gone undetected. And Kiara Lucius track Rune into the forest where he meets two other vampires, a woman in a crimson dress and a woman in an emerald dress. He appears she is superior, you can question him on why he has not returned home, wherever that is. After some courage, the superior vampire, a woman clad in scarlet, believes that Rune has fallen with Lionel and wants to stay in Burkis. After taking her time, she decides that Rune should simply turn Lionel into a vampire and they can go on their way, or at least take him. While spying, Kira and Lucius are caught by the woman in Emerald, and the two try to leave. Not very woke, as vampires can play. Uh, Works Keanu better with instruction. I'm not really good on the fly. We can turn to that. Right. Uh, Kathy goes for a night stroll. After her trance is completed by an order and air of an outside pub, a very drunk order has a well-crafted saddle and is trying to convince Aravan that he should bear the honor of being his one and only steed. Aravan is not interested. And Kathy comes over to order it to... Uh, comes over to try to dissolve the situation, and Order insists that they go inside for a drink as siblings and friends. While inside, Order can't contain his present personality and starts a bar fight! Um, as you do. As, as one do. does. So then he is creeped across the tavern, and Chaos and Aravan have to traverse the sea of chaos to get to Order. They, um, Managed to do so when they pull Order out of the pub. Order serenades his sister with a drunken, um, <laughs> a, a drunken melody that he wrote just for her. Uh, on the spot, or? He's been working on it. Okay. Just, like, he has, like, he has his... the lyrics in his pocket, and I have them now, I think. Yeah. He, um, basically... He's been him. it. Yeah, he's a merchant, I did. He basically compares himself to, like, a little copper penny that was tossed aside, and then KLB picks him up and put him in her pocket and smells her together. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. And, um, after Reserve and he stresses, 
caravan ass and Caleb, he wouldn't mind talking, and so they'd go out into a field, and he expresses his frustrations at himself for not being a better brother, for not getting his family out of a toxic situation sooner, and for living in fear of his father. He then laments his situation for being born so close to work is. If he had been born 20 minutes, 20 miles south, his life would have been very different. And Kiyanki relates to his problems but doesn't know exactly how to help him, and it's there that Aravin makes his move. He holds her hand and says, I don't need you to solve my problems, I just want you to be with me. Um, Kiyanki is shocked at the revelation of his feelings and retracts her hand as she has no idea what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we were waiting for you! No, oh, listen! Y'all feel guilty, okay? There's more- We were all rooting for you! Yes, if you feel guilty for- Sorry, my screen got crazy. Yeah, uh, Candy wasn't exactly sure who to react, react, and, um, Jinx, the black cat you had adopted, then goes into the forest. Araban and Keonti um, run after her because she's a cat in the forest that can die. Um, it's then that they are ambushed by Silverfang, leader of the Triple Crown Mercenary Guild. He removes his helmet and reveals himself as Thranian, the eldest of Kianti's siblings. He has his subordinate, the witch and true owner of Jinx, and she is holding Erevan unconscious and captive. Meanwhile, can't trust cats. <laughs> Elendriel's back at the Arnold estate and is wrestling with how to feel about her childhood friend Bree being murdered by her best friend Luna and how to deal with that. It's she a process. It's, yeah, so she knows it's not Luna's fault while she was at the mercy of her lycanthropy, but has trouble dealing with it. Luna, uh, who is Luna's Luna's mother, Jade, who is also Elendriel's druid teacher, sits with Ellie and discusses life and death as simply as cycle. Breeze unlocked, she's going to be reborn into a new life form, be it tree, animal, or person. Um, and this is a new lore thing that I made up. When someone dies, their personalities birth new spirits of what they um, like. So, like, if someone was a homemaker, they died, their death will birth like a house spirit or um, just a bread spirit. Yeah, sure. Why not? So, like, it would, or if someone was really connected to the forest, they could um, birth like. Forester, something like that. They're really, they're not part of the soul, they're just like kind of sentient energy. The first. Uh, yeah. The vibes. Mm -hmm. I like the it. vibes. Yeah. You add to the resonance of the world around you. Alright, so, uh, and then Elendria finds comfort in Jade's words, and they have a nice, quiet night of sitting and talking. Okay, where should we start? Oh, where should we start? Um, I don't know. I remember I was carrying Orator because I bumped into Keontae while they were trying to put him to bed or something no, like that. That's right, you were no? carrying him, yeah. Yeah, I was. Because that's how they all yeah, went so back to the house at the, um, and then... You're at Luna's house with the mm -hmm. family. We dropped off Orator there so he could nap it off, and then you picked him up with a really good roll, and you've been carrying him. Oh, yeah. Him. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Are you, were you carrying him through the whole conversation, or? That's when Aravan and, um, yeah. and yeah. Kayanthi had their, like, okay. they split off. We walked away after that point. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you guys, okay, sorry, I didn't remember that at all. Tell no, it's okay. It's been, a, it's, been a, <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a while. 
Okay, well, um, let's go to... We're gonna be divided up this week, so... Sorry. Well, I should have no idea. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna go to uh, the Kiara and Lucius fight, basically. <laughs> get him. Get him. I'm rooting for you. Let's go. Okay. I, I'm with you in spirit. I'm Arcana Jane with me in, uh, in the land of the physical. I'm moving up the uh, roll 20. Does this mean I can go on to it without crashing my internet? Oh my gosh. Let's go. Oh my gosh. I'm visiting. New, it's a whole new world. Oh no! Uh, I can't finish that because it's copyright. But <laughs> that's not where we'll be. When we release the bloopers reel and we have like animated all of our characters just doing all the blooping. Blooping. Oh the blooping. Oh the blooping. It's like one of the clouds descends. It's like uh computer problems and Ellie's like, here, let me just change Ellie's voice drops. Let me let me just go take care of the camera really let me, quick. Let me just fix this. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie suddenly has like muscles and she's like, oh, let me just go uh, plug this yeah, in the computer. <laughs> did, did we stop recording? Oh, good. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Back in. Okay. We're, you know, we're in it. Don't you know, worry, we cut everything. You're fighting. I was like, you and Lucius um, are, uh, you guys. We were trying to run. You tend to flee. And then the two vampires just show up in front of you again. Yeah. And is I set my familiar in the opposite direction. I like that they look like old witches. Uh, so we'll have, um, the only two of the three went, so we'll say room was set after the familiar. Okay. And, uh, so let's... Okay. Alright. Start room. Roll for initiative! Roll for initiative! That's not a pomegranate. <laughs> I got 12. It would be easier if you're fighting pomegranate. A lot easier, actually. They can't turn into a bunch of bats. Alright, so the woman in. I mean, that's what those little seeds are, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the woman in. in Emerald smiles and walks forward as she says, I'll go for the female. And the crimson lady switches her dress behind her, and then she squares off with Lucius and says, Oh, what's that, Starboy? So, we'll start off with the crimson lady, and she, she's gonna just, what do I have to first do? Oh, well, I, I threw in a bunch of flavors, so what happens is uh, Lucius is gonna go before her. So he immediately summons an aberration, which I'm just gonna mark with a uh, square. Oh, uh, or a rifle. There we go. It could be almost a heart. <laughs> it could be so many things. So many things. <laughs> oh, sorry, wrong accent. Lucius <laughs> <laughs> immediately summons his spear and spins it and points it to the side. Darkness coalesces from the shadows, and an aberration draws its way to the black depths of the forest shadows. And the crimson lady raises a hand and gestures, bring it. The creature um, barrels forward towards her and makes uh, a number of attacks. 
The first swing swings wide. Second swing. Uh, the Lucius activates an ability and a swarm of gray magic swirls around him. The second hit impacts the ground and cracks under the lady. The, um... He slashes again, impacting her and the chest, and uh, she pushes the aberration clenched meaty fist off her shoulder with with kind of this annoyed fleck, like, oh, that's not bad. That's hell magic. And we'll go to Jared, what are you doing? So, um, feeling uh, feeling a little less delighted at being cornered, and not quite outnumbered, um, she, uh, her, her eyes sort of just go blank for a moment, and she's going to actually take a look at where um, Oculus is currently, um, flying through the woods, <laughs> running away. Mm-hmm, yeah. And, yeah, and um Yeah, so you 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 blink over there, you see Oculus flying. He has um the uh he's he's blown off and Rune has not uh pursued chase. Don't see him. Alright, and um uh so uh feeling that she would like to um, bring it back towards her uh, she has um, she sort of uh, sorry oculus will arc uh, sort of back but um, as it's sort of almost clearing the tree line um, she is going to cast through the ends of its feathers uh, burning hands and sh- the the object is any of the tree branches because she kind of wants a small alert. Okay, yeah, go for so, it. Yeah, yeah. Green Peace might have something to say about this. So, do we roll initiative against a tree? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just roll to hit. I mean, the tree is freestanding, so I say just like roll your damage. <laughs> Sword trees. Ah, yes, that's roll the same. Against the tree. <laughs> Me versus the woods. I hope you have their stats up. Okay, uh. So, I'm just gonna the, uh, cast it at level one. So, it's 1d6. Oh, I needed more of these. Let's just get more of these. A level one. So she burns down, or she starts burning. Yeah, so Oculus's wings ignite, and um, this- There's 19 damage points worth of trees. Yeah, so it's like this, this wall of fire just sprays down across the tree line, and this big, you know, orange skylight goes lighting up the night sky, being very obvious. And you've made a spectacle about your objective. And And so, uh, (laughs) as, like, she, uh, as her eyes sort of, like, uh, like, come back, like, on vagueness, like, come back to her, she just sort of smiles. You know, there's just a nice little ember, like, coloration to the dark night, and she just, like, She's got a readied stance. I don't know if I have another attack. I think it's a spell or an attack, right? Yeah. I don't think. So if you yeah. have a bonus action, you could do that. But... I got a bonus action and. Okay. 
casting shield on myself would be uh, it's a reaction. Be, it's a reaction. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it doesn't count as a bonus action. No. Okay. No. If you All were right. attacked, uh, you could react, but you have not been attacked yet. No. Okay. So she's just going to. Uh... <clears throat> yeah, her swords are just in her hands, and she's just preparing. Like she's a uh, what's it called? Readying for. Yeah, the attack. First blow to come down. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Okay, so this uh, elven woman in green brings forward, and you see her just, it's almost, this ethereal, magical grace to her as she screams across the field and goes for a grapple. So we're in a contested grapple. Okay. You're a little buff kid, so you can do it. I'm a buff boy. Alright, so it's a, my strength saving throw? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or is it just contested strength? Uh, it's contested strength, so... So that's a 14 plus, plus my... Your, your strength modifier. Strength modifier is plus 4, so that's an 18. Oh, cool. Uh, you guys were evenly matched. <laughs> so she comes and she's not... She's she's fast and lithe, and um, you know how to just kind of like anchor yourself down in the ground correctly, where you can match her and kind of just like move with her as she tries to like wrestle you around. Um, I will say that like she kind of has you. She's gonna attempt to bite you, but I'll give her disadvantage because she's busy. Keeping her busy. She rolled two eighteens. Dear. Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. So she, her bite attack is. Yeah, I can't remember. Okay. 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 Bite attack. You feel the sharp things punch her into your side, and you take five points of piercing damage. And you're like, all right, that's not bad. I can, I can do this. Followed by a wave of 18 necrotic damage. Oh dear. Can my shield be a reaction now? <laughs> um, yeah, you can um, have the rea- you can have it be a reaction where um, you don't take that damage. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, so. Would, you would like. <laughs> yeah, you, you're, you're wrestling with her, holding her hands together. You see her fangs elongate, and then you concentrate and bring up this wall of yellow ethereal energy. You see as these fangs just, like, try to penetrate the shield, and you just see the sheer feral energy emerging from her, trying to just claw her way through this shield. Yeah, it's just, I want, I want, I would like to add the plus five to my AC, because I don't have my armor on me. Yeah. Plus ten, plus two, plus five, that's, oh, wow, I have better armor class now. And <laughs> uh, we'll go back to the dance of Lucius and the Crimson Lady. So do I take the necrotic damage, or it's it's still five plus eighteen, right? You don't take any of the damage because it didn't hit. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure I was listing the correct amount of damage. Okay. So back to the other dance team, we have her site. That's not bad, is that double magic? He says, oh, well, I can't give away my secrets. We just met. <laughs> and her eyes flash this blue as she extends her hands toward the aberration and these blue ribbons made of ethereal star-like magic wrapped gently around 
his strange adoration and then immediately drag it into the shadows. The creature shrieks and is abruptly pulled across the ground and vanishes into the shadows. She vanished it. I flavored it that way. Now I have you all to myself, handsome. Sorry, I'm just kidding, my accent. I got you all myself, handsome. Oh, you don't play hard to get, do you? No. <laughs> A little forward. <laughs> <laughs> and they fall into this basically battle dance. Uh, Lucius's spear grows and glows as he makes a lunge at her. The first one cuts her side and he faints left and swoops the other direction. She takes a few more cuts as Lucius twirls around her at this blinding speed. And she, you can hear her start to collapse. Oh, this should be fun. Um... And you're starting to think that, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, this, Lucius can do this until you see her just trying her claw across his chest and armor, cutting through the leather and blue blood spilled across the ground. <laughs> and Lucius steps back and he's like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> Give me a second. And uh, black tendrils of necrotic magic surges forward from the cut. Lucius screams and clutches his stomach. shield up because it lasts mm -hmm. until your next round yeah yep. so it's it's yeah next it, it it's it's my shield for now until like uh how long does it last i think until your turn again until your turn comes up okay because it's one round sort of like there's just a little flash of white in her face as she sort of just like 
snarls a little bit under her breath, and she she can realize at some at this point uh, she knows at this point uh, she's they're very much out of their depth. Uh, looking at Lucius and the the fun that's happening on that side of the battlefield, and uh, considering where she's at, um, she how far. Uh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, she she sort of like uh, so Kiara. Um, sorry, I have to think about this. She's sort of just just fighting me yet. I'm just bluffing a little because she's kind of freaking yeah, out. She's <laughs> fighting me. There's fighting me yet. <laughs> and um, she will. Okay. Let's see. So she is going to cast Booming Blade um, to attack. Um, so with her sword, she will fight. Yeah. Um, she'll cast Booming Blade on her attack, so okay, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and yeah. attack. Yeah, your sword. Yeah. I'm gonna fight, I'll show you! That's <laughs> all so I got fighting me yet! Uh, does a 17 plus... Seventeen. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Um... And so, sorry, it's been a minute. So she does 1d8 plus 6 slashing damage. Oh, plus, uh. That's another one. There you are. All right. That is 10. And, uh, sorry, 10 plus 6 is. That's 16. Yeah. Wow, that's easy that's math that I got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so when she casts it and she strikes, um, there is a sort of tremor in the air around her. Um, and if she moves, it will continue to deal damage. So. Yeah. Yeah. So you, and, so you like swing your blade around and bring it over your head and then slash across her, her dress. As her, um, you see black blood spill across her, the green silk of her fancy dress, and she looks at you. Oh, I forgot to admit that one. Uh, <laughs> she's like, oh, well, don't think that you had to deliver on a, on a promise. <laughs> <laughs> and Kiara just, like, um, moves a little out of threat range, and, uh, up until this point, uh, she's been pretty sturdy, but, um, She's not quite sure how Lucius is doing, and she um, doesn't feel quite comfortable uh, zoning back into um, Oculus at this moment to see how far they are. But um, she is putting it into um, into effect that she wants Oculus to get as close to help as possible. Here said the first on fire. Now go find some friends. <laughs> go find friends. Go find friends now. Okay. All right. We are gonna jump over to. I feel like Campy needs some help. <laughs> we all need a little help. We all need a little fifth. Fine. Here's a duck. 
Kristen, what he suggested for me to do. <laughs> you did, what happened? So, I forgot. I just got mad at him. Go quietly or your boyfriend dies. <laughs> Gonna assume that's the context. He's being I rude, so obviously he is here. just like his brother, and he tried rolling for politeness, and it didn't work out. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. I doubt he ever tries to roll for politeness. <sighs> the other direction. Um, okay. Alright, so Kaonfi is... I think she hasn't even had a chance to speak yet. She's just kind of moved on, you know? Dumbfounded. Um, gosh, okay. So, Kaonfi doesn't want to do anything, of course. That's silly. Um, she sees uh, Aravan stuck there and is just like, feels so bad, you know. Um, she'll look back at Thranian and just be like, I guess we're gonna stall for time. She's like, how long have you been, she's stumbling for words, how long have you been, I can't think of what to say. Oh, she's stumped. <laughs> Oh, how long have I been watching you? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, something like that. He kind of looks up and thinks. He taps his helmet and hesitates. I had your tail all the way back in Gundrick. Oh, all the color leaves Kayanthi's face. I believe you're a little... That was a long time ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, there were... Two men I sent after you. So those were your friends. I should have known. Well, Kevin and Edward usually do pretty well. But they've been bumbling as of late. Yeah, the again looks at Aravad and is just like, wrath with guilt again. Um, and she's just like, where exactly do you need me to go? Why, well, I'm taking you back to the family. Back across the border. And then he, he motions for you to walk. Like, let's move. What about him? She juts her uh, head at Erevan. Is he coming with us, or will you let him go? And he has no part in you see the the witch she 
She kind of looks at Aragorn's fingers and pulls off his ring. I think, like, the family crest ring. And she says, Thranian, you should look at this. She throws it over at Thranian, and he just catches it, doesn't even look, turns it over. That's really cool, I mean... <laughs> turns it over everyone, in Everyone in Chianti's family is cool except for Chianti, and maybe Ordered. Yeah. Um, he says, well, well, we have a Meliomni on us. You see his fingers, like, wrap around the ring. Grandfather will be pleased I found this little prize. He pockets the family ring. I suppose you don't know, do you? Sorry, could you repeat that? He's like, I suppose you don't know the significance of the Meliomni, do you? Uh, do I do a history check? Do I know? Uh, yeah, you can do a history check, sure. Why not? Oh, I forgot my dice. Hold up for three seconds, two seconds, one second, 1.5 seconds, oh, six seconds. She go back and Four. forward Okay, in time. oh gosh. <laughs> um, uh, math, 11. Yeah, you think, and you were very sure you have no idea. Yay! <laughs> Good. Okay. Really? All I really know is the things he told me about his uh, father and, you know, all that other stuff. Okay, great. Grand. Okay, well, the Chianti's not going to dignify that with a response because she knows if she opens her mouth, nonsense will fall out. <laughs> and that's not the look she wants to have in front of her bit older evil brother. And, um, and just... Go on. You okay. He says, I suppose you don't. Lynn and Mother were always so keen on protecting you. And, uh, he says, I'll tell you as soon as we start walking. And he says, uh, we'll bring your little friend, too. Well, okay, and, uh, um, start walking behind him. Hold on. I want to say there. Um, yeah, so, Kaopi finally, you know, back at Aravan again is just like, um, but she also remembers um, what what uh, Tarina liked to say, uh, buddy system. <laughs> so she's going to just, you know, leave her battle stance that she's been keeping up with and just kind of like, you know, drop her guard. And she, like, she won't look ahead, but she's going to look, look more at the ground, but she'll start walking with Granny. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so you start walking, and then Thranian waits for you to pass him, and he takes the back. So, that is the witch, uh, Aravan, you, and Thranian. And you hear the witch say, should we manacle her? And Thranian says, there's no need. She's Thranian. She's got, like, no, she's got, like, Chianti does that little anime hand grip, or, you know, the sound of leather. She's like, ah! Yeah. She knows he's right, that she will not try anything, and she's just like, ah, I'm so mad at myself. And he pulls yeah. out the family crest that Aravin had um, before, and Thranian says, Evelios Meliomne is Eorthander Ordilia's brother. 
Okay. <laughs> Wait. Jaw what? Drop. You can't keep doing this. Yeah. What the heck? So you are related to Tarina and Arabin. Five generations back, and you, oh you can genetically brew that have any weird babies. I checked. Oh, well, good thing you checked Just that. So you I'm know, gonna. No one is like you. You should be <laughs> on thing. They're like uh, they're five <laughs> generations genetically. All right. Okay. <laughs> Okay, gosh. I, obviously, Keonthi's just like, well, it's fine by five generations in her brain. She doesn't know who an Ameliamne is, but she knows this fact. Do you know how many centuries have to pass at that point? Well, I don't know you people. <laughs> I never have. Countless. <laughs> We're all royals anyway. Or I was just a twinkle in the fae. So, like, <laughs> technically. I am a frog under like a rock. <laughs> okay, got it. Sweet. I'm gonna marry my cousin. Let's go! Let's go! That's how royalty does it! Yeah, <laughs> I gotta preserve that bloodline. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, I should probably react to the news. You know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Alright, well then. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so like, hey, I'll do like. She probably like, even stop walking and just kind of look at Thranny and just like. You mean there's more? <laughs> is there more of us? There's oh, yes, more? Our family is quite extensive. Naturally it is. Can't wait to have more siblings that disappoint me, she says as she keeps walking. Chaos <laughs> 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 is just like, oh, I get that. Oh, I'm just gonna keep walking. Hopefully he doesn't kill me right now. <laughs> oh man, Aravan is like, is rubbing up on you. I like it. <laughs> but I feel like there's just something underneath it. Chaos like, just needs to let free, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just lets that slide and it's like, well, family lines aside, the boy is quite smitten with you. That's none of your business! <laughs> Get out of my room! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, perhaps a political marriage should be arranged between the two of you. That is, if Grandfather and Avelios could stand each other. So it's a... And he makes a power move and he picks up Aravan by the hair just to kind of look at him. And then drops his head. Ow! <laughs> so yeah, rude. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Kathy wants to ask. Uh, so it sounds like their relationship. Uh, sounds like grandfather and, uh, well, his family aren't very close. Then. Looks up. No, I suppose not. What do you want to gain from all Alright. There's a moment where he says to you, You do realize that Grandfather is a dragon, right? Calvi just kind of like frowns at him like, I'm not stupid. <laughs> uh, so, duh. So he just goes, Well, what do you suppose his horde is? Uh, Evil children. <laughs> 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 Is that what you said? No. 
<laughs> say it! Say it! Don't flinch, coward! Say it! Speak with your heart! <laughs> Can't be good at exactly. You can do it with Erevan! You can speak with your heart with your family! Oh, she could not do it with Erevan. That's just how this problem began, frankly. Um... <laughs> Alright, uh... Do I have to guess? I mean, you could stay silent and he'll take that as an answer. Little buttons. <laughs> I, I feel like I sound cooler if I don't speak, so let's okay, just, yeah. you know. So, um, Beanie Babies. So you just sit in silence. And Thran takes in this deep breath. And, and eventually he says, It's us. His offspring. And he gets up close to you, just to invade your space. Don't you understand? He's never going to let us go. Monk chop. Sorry. And then he just keeps eye contact. Okay, well, can't be staring right back. Can I roll for intimidation? Yeah, roll for intimidation. Well, sure. Yeah, <laughs> try it, girl. You what try it out. Looking at? Oh, okay, let's see what happens. <laughs> I okay. swear to you. Seven. Uh, Great. Okay, okay. So you're a little scary. You is it? And then he leans in closely to your ear and says, A question to ask yourself now, Julith, is how many people are going to die before you come home? Damn. Okay, we can't <laughs> keep walking. <laughs> I, but what she, what she, wait, who do you call her? Kianthi or Julie? Julie. Yeah, alright, I just wanted to triple check. Yeah, so, uh, you keep walking. Yeah, girl, we walking. And I feel like it's a good time to- oh, Wait, 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 can I, uh, yeah. can I do, like, the bracelet squeeze? Yeah, slide hand. Slide can hand I roll to like, definitely squeeze bracelet? Hit the bracelet. Slide ahead? Okay. Oh, gosh. Come on, man. I can't I have one nice thing? I just like to fidget, okay? <laughs> I rolled a eleven. This is not good. Stun him. Just stun him. <laughs> <laughs> it's risk. <That's> enough. Hmm? <laughs> I'm sorry. I rolled to see if he's paying attention. <laughs> he is not. He is not paying he attention. He had his dramatic moment. I'm gonna strike yeah, him dramatically. <laughs> got a lot. You got some sleeves. <laughs> um. So yeah, while you do that, all the bracelets start to react. But we're gonna go back in time because this is all yeah. in real time. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll go to Luna and Glock. Okay. Do we still have two points of exhaustion, or is it down to one because we took a power nap? Uh, um. You can have one, sure. Okay. Stress nap. <laughs> Stress Good. nap. You yeah. wake up, and the yeah, two of you are sitting underneath the, ver the star starry sky, cuddling close for warmth, and out of pure exhaustion. Visions of your past lives course through your minds as you attempt to sort through it all in one sitting. Golak quietly rests next to you and smiles his shy little grin. And you s see him... You know him well enough to know he's going to going to ask like some 
uncomfortable for him to ask because he has a nervous tick probably like twiddles his thumbs or pokes the ground or something and he asks you so are you gonna stay this time I don't I don't think I can for long I need to help Ellie there's just this kind of She's long long pause and he just nods yeah. Okay. Uh, he reaches over and holds your hand, looks you, looks you away, and says, "Okay. I um. I mean, I don't want you I to go, but if you feel like you need to go, you could go. I won't come back though. Oh oh oh! I'll hold you to it. Oh." I also think that, uh, to be honest, I think you should go. So, I, I mean, I yeah. think a person out, out of everyone I understand your curse because I was someone who had it before. But I, I mean, yeah. I, I think you're on the right path to figuring out how to eventually wear it out. I mean, this is pounded and growing in your own strength in that way. I think I think you can do it. I think it's the right path. Yeah, me too. Uh <laughs> and he pulls out a little blue sock and um uh, he says I have one last thing to give you and he hands you the sock and you go through it, the, the little blue sock, and you recognize it. It's the sock from, you wore from your nightly nightly romantic escapade. In, inside there's a hair ribbon, a little bracelet, and this earring that had like gone astray that you thought uh, you thought you lost a long time ago. And at the bottom there's this like silver ring with gold filigree and a yellow gemstone. It falls out into your hand, and he says, <clears throat> I wanted this to be uh, a little more... He sits up and goes on one knee, and holds your hand, and says, Luna, you are my breath and life. You are... The only person I've ever really wanted to be with, and I want to spend the rest of my life he with. Just out. Yes. Wait. Sorry. Go on. Oh. <laughs> okay. I, Give me that. <laughs> I, I. I was gonna promise to share all my snacks too because I made that promise a long time ago. Gives the ring so. back. All right. Got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make sure to lock this good stuff in. <laughs> the snacks are coming. Okay. <laughs> Luna, will you be the honor of being my wife? Yes, again. Oh, great. Oh, uh, I, here I have my own ring. So he hands you his ring. It's a thicker band. It has gold and silver embellishments that scroll together. And then there's a single band of yellow gemstone going around it. So uh, you exchange rings. Oh. Does the gold bother me at all? Uh, there's the not enough of it 
like gears mm-hmm. um on the inside it's silver metal it's it's not exactly silver it's probably platinum, platinum. Yeah. yeah even better <laughs> so like the entire of the ring is platinum that part that touches your skin and then on the outside there's this gold filigree I would say it's not enough to bother you mm-hmm. I actually does like recognize the stone like just at least the reflections of, on it like wait I remember like when we found this <sighs> like, yeah we were uh Maybe eight or seven or something? I was thinking eight. Maybe I was eight, you were seven. Like, yeah. yeah. Something like that. I remember you really liked it, so I kept it all this time. And I, the, and I had it in the cabinet for a while, and, you know, with my other things. And Turns out it's actually a citrate and not just some quartz. <sighs> and now it matches your outfit. <laughs> Seems like... You match? Don't ever change. Never <laughs> <laughs> ever change. This is my aesthetic forever. <laughs> you can never change. <laughs> I'll always give you a yellow scarf or a yellow hat or something. Just please don't ever change your color wardrobe. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so where'd you get these rings? Oh, well, I am... trying to make them on my own. But uh, my first sale, I got some platinum and some gold. And I took the coins, and I melted them down, and had the rings made. I wanted it to be uh, symbolic of us starting our lives together, and how you're a priority. Big hugs. Uh, <laughs> you guys just embraced for a long time. That lover's embrace that you sort of breathe each other in and feel his heartbeat. And just that warm, fuzzy feeling overcomes both yeah, 20% of... more XP for the next little while. <laughs> yeah, lover's embrace. Buff. And, uh... It's like guidance! <laughs> D4 to every roll! <laughs> so then, after... Uh, the two of you, after a comfortable time, release the embrace. And Galak makes this joke. He's just like, So, uh, do you remember what your sword does? I don't. You hold up your rapier. And I toss it on my hand. I'll give you this dance. This rapier is exquisitely crafted. The handguard is reminiscent oh. of the daffodil petals, and the hilt has a motif of intertwining leaves and vines. There is a soft yellow glow to it as you hold it in your hand. The plus one rapier has that has 10 charges. You can cast Druidcraft with one charge, speak with animals for two charges, or four charges of animal messenger, and five charge for dominate beast. And then you reroll them at dawn to see how many charges you regain. If you're all one, it can break. It can break, and if it does break, you have to go to a specialist to get it repaired. Okay. So as Linnea, you remember getting it. Like it's kind of fuzzy fuzzy memories, like parts of her life you remember really well, but other parts not so well. Mm-hmm. But you remember getting this rapier commissioned because you're you're just surrounded by animals but couldn't talk to them, so I was a loser. You just have made to deal <laughs> with the rangers. animals. 
And uh, you see Galak kind of sh- shiver as it's a uh, really, really cold, really early winter breeze comes in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so do you want to go home? Uh, yeah, who's going to tell my dad, you or me? And, oh, well, you see him have this really slight grin. I could actually get past the paywall in a couple months. I just want to see our dad's corn for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got a real nice commission. There's this rich family in the northeastern Evelyn Principalities. Okay. Just have a few payments coming in. Okay. So, are we telling him that? Or? Well, well I, I thought it was better to see what he wanted to deal with. It's better to ask forgiveness than to be- It's better to beg forgiveness than to ask for permission. <laughs> it's true. But, I mean, is it, that's still applicable now. I mean, if we're gonna go... Oh, no, you don't have to bear it right away. Whenever you're ready, it's fine. I mean, I'm a different, whatever you want. I don't know either, I haven't thought about it in a while. But... Well... I mean... Whatever, I mean... I waited my whole life for you, I can wait a bit longer. If our memories are correct, it sounds like you waited a lot longer than that, but... <laughs> Let's just put it off. I'd rather avoid confrontation. I mean, unless you really want to stick it to the man. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, the ring is really pretty, and if I wear it, like, they'll notice eventually. Well, he looks at Well, your mother will notice right away. <laughs> yes. She probably already knows. She probably... Yeah, she probably already knows. And he looks over at this, like, squirrel or little animal. A possum. A bird. Some nocturnal animal. <laughs> An opossum! Yes! <laughs> I love the possums. <laughs> so, well, let's go somewhere else warm. And he uh, whistles, and Koo kind of pops up and bounds back over. He was doing dog stuff. Uh, so you saddle up and ride. Gonna ride off. Right, next we are going to go to Ellie. I think it's time for everyone to go grab a snack. Snack time. Only snacks, no other break. Only snacks, no peeing. <laughs> no, I'm going to go grab a snack. I'll be back. Are you going to check? Or... I mean, I can't really come check, so honor system. <laughs> My favorite character. Honor system. Awesome. <laughs> Everything is great. Everything's grand. Yeah, so Ellie, you're back at the Arnold Estate. We got comfort from a mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jay went to the kitchen to brew herself some nice tea and then settle down with a book. And the house is yours. Yeah, I I just pretty much went up to the the second the second floor or just like found one of the bedrooms and like just been hugging just like holding long order and then i just kind of 
dump them like ah finally why there's so many rooms <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then i was like and then i just say like, kind of so do you dump them on the floor or somewhere else i dump them as much as i can on like a bed okay okay We'll see how well he gets onto the bed. Oh yeah, you get one leg kind of up, and he just yeah gets on there. And I I I look at him like all like passed out, and I'm like, huh. You know, he's never said why he's bald. We could fix that. And I'll like I'll look for some sort of like ink or paint, and then I am <laughs> just going to scribble in some hair for him. And a nice okay. little mustache. Uh, yes, uh, do an investigation check to find writing instruments and ink. Come on, duck dice. Ah, oh, that was so close to being good. That's a nine. Okay, it takes you a little bit of time. You have to go through all the hall closets and eventually, um, you want to go downstairs and asking Jade where you can find some paint or something? And she goes, oh, okay. And she takes you to the whole closet, and then there's this box labeled Luna's Art Supplies, and inside it's like some old paint. And so you say, thank you, and you go upstairs. Oh, so now you, um... <laughs> Thanks, Jake! <laughs> you go upstairs to work on your masterpiece. So, you need to make a, uh, I guess it would be a performance or dexterity oh, check. Are you going more for stealth or artistry? Artistry. Okay, performance. And then I will roll his perception at disadvantage because he's drunk. Ah, uh, so bad. I'm rolling so bad. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Alright, that's, <laughs> that's an eight. Oh, uh, okay. So, uh, he rolls over and you, like, try a classic game of you trying to, like, paint here a little, and he rolls over to one side and then the other side, and then rolls to the other side. You're ruining my art! <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Cultureless fool! Looking at perception. Slap him with your brush. Stop it. Deception check. Yeah, he's like a really perceptive drunk. I always roll pretty high for him. He got a 15, even with disadvantage. And he's like, <laughs> without even opening his eyes. He's like, why are you trying to paint on me? I, Good reason. I, I, I lean in really close and I'm like, this is art. This is a performance piece. Accept it. What paint? With advantage, because he is drunk. Okay. Come on. Oh, okay, okay. There we go. That's a that's a nineteen for me. Oh, okay, so they like open one eye and sits up. Oh. Oh. Okay. I mean that checks. Yeah, it sounds yeah, cool. Yeah, no, that checks. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. 
And so, uh... <laughs> yeah, I, as I'm, like, know. painting, I'm like, you're already beautiful. I'm making you more beautiful. Oh, Ellie, you think I'm beautiful? That's so nice. Oh, you're nice, Ellie. <laughs> pat, pat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, pat, pat. Oh, I got paint on me. Back in. <laughs> <laughs> You're patting his face. Ooh, fingerprints. Okay. Any paint can be finger paint. <laughs> How to brushes? Ah, well, it's okay. You always have right. these special ten. You make another performance check for art. Okay, come on. This time. It's gotta be good. I've gotta do it for my art. Uh, whoa! <laughs> This is a performance? Yeah. That's a 21. Okay, so you... Masterpiece. <laughs> whatever you want. It's beautiful. bald head as a canvas. Okay. Uh, Pretty reasonably well. Yeah, He looks I, like one of those gentlemen, like, the, the old-fashioned weightlifter. He's <laughs> <laughs> got the swirly, and the, like, he's got, like, a... No, like, I go, like, all out, and, like, his, like, bang. And like his like sideburns, and he has like a cool like mustache, and then as it gets closer to the crown of his um of his head, uh, I get I get distracted and start drawing like a face. So like on the back of his head, there's like a little like kind of like a happy face with a bunch of colors in it. So from the front, he looks normal. From behind, there's a there's a weird face there. That is my expression. Oh yeah, he he falls back asleep about halfway through what you're doing, mm -hmm. uh, and he like someone who can fall asleep in any position. So he's sitting up and like he's he's out. So you like look at him and lift his face a little. He's still out, and you go yes. This is perfect. What do you guys think? And I like turn to my spirits. Uh, they, you, you they're happy because you're happy. Mm -hmm. Umpter is more, uh, he's more into it than than you thought he'd, he'd be. Oh. Mm -hmm. Usually you're pretty quiet, but I'm glad you like it. Yeah, he likes the mustache. Alright, well, now that that's handled, I'm just like, well, I guess I'll see what everyone else is if they're still partying. Yeah. I don't think, I don't know how late Berkus likes to party. So, you, you, go, you go downstairs and you can smell, like, a really nice pot of tea brewing. You come over to the window and Jade is drinking a spot of, has finished the, drinking her spot of tea. And she says, Oh, hi, Ellie. And you're about to start a conversation when this owl flutters into her windowsill. And she just goes, Oh, excuse me. She goes to open her window, and this, and then the owl, like, walks inside, and she chirps at the owl in, in beast speech, and it... Herbert, uh, she's. What are you doing here? You usually don't come around. And Herbert responds. Herbert, 
Oh, oh, actually, hang on. We're gonna reverse that. There's a conversation that needs to happen first. So, Herbert didn't come yet. Okay. Uh, Retcon! So, you, you go to the kitchen, and then Jade... Like, pours out some tea, and she hand uh, offers it to you. You know, I was wondering how your pilgrimage was going. I honestly don't know. Um, because as we've been journeying, I've, I've seen that it's not only that the nature and spirits that are in trouble, but the people around, my friends, and I don't know, I just, I want to help them. She listens quietly and sips her tea and says, Oh, well, everyone's pilgrimage is different. No one said it had to be like mine or Luna's or anyone else's. There's not really a hard rule for it. As long as you're using your talents for good and use it to serve others and strengthen um, you know generally speaking we want you to use your powers to you know cultivate the land and things like that but as long as you're growing yourself I think you're doing a fine job on your pilgrimage you think so? I feel like I haven't really been helping any spirits or anyone of the like and then she gestures to herself do I not have a spirit? Do you not have a spirit? Do your friends not have spirits? Well, I guess that's true. See, you're doing a fine job. Use your subsurgy. How, how do you do it? How do you... How do you... And I like, kind of like scoot closer to Jade. And I'm like, how do you be so wise? <laughs> She's like, oh. <laughs> These things come with age. Don't worry, Ellie. You know more than you think. And then she, um, you see her take on this contemplative look. She says, you know, I think you're ready to hear something that I've been keeping to myself for a while. I set the tea down. She says, well... The thing is, I don't think your druidic powers come from the druidic gods. You don't have... I mean, you, you don't really worship them. And I, and I had always assumed that they came from your spirit friends. And she, she looks generally at them. Mm -hmm. um, like, she can sense them in some way, on some level, that they're present, but, like, can't pin them down exactly. And she she kind of looks around, did you get another one? Yeah. And I, I point in a general direction, and I'm like, that's Omdir. Hmm. We found him along the way. Yes, that one feels a little different. But anyway, I'm... She kind of like pauses to find words as she pulls up this, uh, she has this little potted plant in the center of the table and she jury crafts a little like flower for you. It's an alyssum. It's a four, it's small, small 
four petal flower that likes to group together and she hands you basically a clump of them and then she says I suspect your powers come from your own natural lineage and I suspect that your spirit friends are connected to that somehow I always thought that that they were um, guiding you to your true parentage albeit probably in a roundabout way yeah I thought so, too, because I didn't notice my powers until I found these guys. So, but saying that my power comes from me, from, I guess, I tied to the Fae Quartz? Yes, quite possibly. I mean, there's... There's always been this, uh, um, it's like you're a, a bud and you are just waiting to burst out into bloom, but it's like there's something holding you back. Uh, do you know from your true powers? I'm not sure what it is. Um, do you know? If there's sort of a spell on you of some kind, make a history check. Okay. Come on, duck dice. I believe in you. Oh, wow. My belief helped. Yeah, I rolled a 16. You think back, back, and you're like, oh, spells, spells. Mm-hmm. You're. He's talking to Lady Brayden, Deirdre, who is a practicing wizard, and she told you that you have a spell on you that was put on by your mother. And that it was, um, basically like a protective signature. And it was, um, that was all, all she could tell you. Um, actually, no, she did tell you that it meant to uh, like dissuade eyes, uh, certain eyes from noticing you. Like, you, you know how in ha- Tolkien Universe, the Hobbits have this way of being unnoticed? It's like that. Like, so people see you, but they look over you. Yeah, and Lady Brayden was back in Toril, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's for Eric's mom. Do you relate that to Jade? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. It. And I'm like, my mom, but I mean, my my mom isn't uh, she isn't magical at all. They're both they're just merchants in Hillock. I think she meant your birth mother. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like by default I'm like oh yeah my mom and dad are these people pretty sure she met your birth mother oh yeah here um, she um says give me your hands and I will try to uh, and, and, and then she, she she's gonna do something weird she's gonna cast commune with nature 
as you see her like concentrate really hard and make take yeah. deep breaths before she starts to spell um i i sink into my shoulders a little bit and i'm go are you going to break the spell is that gonna put me in danger no, I'm just going to learn a little about it. I can't break it. There's probably some... I'm going to try to find out how. Usually some kind of thing that to break the spell for this kind. Usually something very specific. Very artful. Um, whoever did it knew what they were, what they were doing. <clears throat> and then she puts her hands out and like waits for your placement. So you place your hands together and... Um, there's this phantom wind comes and then the scent of flowers and your spirit friends become very active and uh her she nods yes yes and uh she says when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, your blood mother is uh, alive, because if she wasn't, this spell would not be active. However, I'm having a very hard time getting anything else. Very, um, um... Constraint, what is it? That's not the right word. Um, basically, contingencies? The, the spell will break when you meet your mother again. And your spirit friends are trying to lead you to her or follow her directions that she gave them. But it was a, given a long time ago, so they're not quite sure what to do apart from what they what they had heard a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, and I look around at them, and I'm like, "Does this have anything to do with Ulamaze?" And you get this positive pulse back as a yes. I <laughs> I look suspiciously at my <laughs> spirits and I'm like, is Eula Mays my mom? And they respond no. Yeah, I didn't think it would be that easy either. <laughs> but that suddenly yeah, like um make a nature check. Make a nature check to like understand their. Make a check. Yeah, make a check to make it interesting. Uh, what type of check do you want me to make? Nature. Just a nature check. Okay. Sounds good. Hey, not bad. Fifteen. Mm -hmm. 
you've known your spirit friends for a long time, you kind of know how to communicate with them, and you get the sense that Ilamaze is some kind of friend or ally to your birth mother. And the jade sort of settles. Ooh, that's nice. After that, um, comes in and she opens the window and starts conversing with Yao. And you hear her say, mm-hmm. I heard that you hardly ever swing by. The cooing rolls off her tongue with ease as she converses with the owl. And Herbert the owl responds, Seems strange true legs. Probably pack pup. And Jade kind of makes this confused face. My owl is at home and Mark is asleep. Hmm. Ellie, do you mind coming me with me to this, this, whatever this is? Probably a prank on Luna or something. Yeah, wait, yeah. See, maybe people are just partying too hard. Yeah, maybe. And yeah, I'll uh, join her. Yeah, so, so the two of you uh, slip into your animal forms and go walking mm-hmm. so you're following the owl and back to Kira ping pong pong hi alright uh whose turn was it oh um I didn't stipulate before we cut last time um after she attacks she's going to take a She's gonna just like take a precautionary step back as sort of like her movement, not like disengaging because mm-hmm. attack of opportunity. Yeah, just weighing her step. Yeah. yeah. Oh, come towards me. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's fine. Yeah, Moving blade doesn't hurt at all when you start moving. You're fine. Yeah, no, just vibe where you're at. No, come towards me. I promise it doesn't hurt. I promise it doesn't hurt. <laughs> it's fine. So, yeah. Fine. So. <sighs> initiative. We'll just say that it's Lucius's turn, and you see him uh, begin to flutter spell, and these spectral moth wings spring from his back and circle back into his armor, and the crimson lady laughs. <laughs> oh, it's all right. And she raises her hand, and the blue blue balls and shushu forward. One is flicked away as Lucius backs away with his spear, and two more impact him. And she she croons, "I don't run out of those." So now it's Kiara's turn. Right, and um, you hear um, basically like howling in the background, like a large howling, and a lot of it. It seems like your burning of the trees has awakened people. Ah, oh, fantastic! And uh, and because we can't help but try and bring a party to a good place, um, she's going to cast shatter. Okay. Uh, she's like all. Oh, I like the sound of that. Is what she says, and then uh, hope you like the sound of this. And she just, um, there is, like, this little, uh, in the, in the stones uh, along her armor, uh, there's just, like, this little, um, pul- like, little bit of a pulse. 
and when she screams, you can just sort of see like light dance along her teeth as she just shrieks, and it is shatter. So that is. Do I make a save? Yeah, uh, I believe it has a save, so let me double check. Alright. Uh, the save is a con save. Um. Okay. She rolled low. She rolled like an 8. So okay. max damage. Here's AC. Thunder damage. Failed save. Okay, so I need more D8s. <laughs> 3d8 thunder damage to a creature that fails its save. Alright. And... Um, and it's a creature within a 10-foot radius sphere, so can I center it so that maybe the lady I'm fighting and the other lady are sort of like within that circle? Yeah, yeah, you can, um, you can do that. Yeah, let me look at the yeah, so I want to kind of place it. Uh, I can't click the button. Is it? Uh, does it? Can I? Can I? Right? Like, yeah. Is that? Is that a thing? Like, place it somewhere? Yeah. Hang on. On the battle screen. Where I put things. Yeah, that's okay. You can put it there. Yeah, there. Okay. Get pretty close. Bomb. All right, and eight, four, and six. The... Ten, eighteen. 18. That's 18 damage. Okay, yeah, you, you cast that on the ground, and it ripples through the earth, and you see the Lady in Emerald. You see her just cringe in pain as black blood sp spills out from her ears, and she... <sighs> you see her just, like, grab her long long dress rip it so she has more movement and her eyes narrow oh yeah you're going to want to keep your dress the party's coming <laughs> <laughs> and then the leaning green she smears says um I'm not gonna be bad uh, she just you can, says you, 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 can be, you can be nasty it's fine you can be nasty. <laughs> from the underdark fine. fine well we can't put it too hard and she, she turns her attention elsewhere and she flicks her eyes over to Lucius and the crimson lady um she during this turn, the Crimson Lady has legendary actions. She soars, she soars across the forest floor and slashes Lucius. He tries to impact her with his spear, but he's lost too much blood and is sluggish. The Crimson Nails saw down the armor as she carves down his chest, and the armor rings out as she drags her hand down, and necrotic energy surges through him. His armor dissipates, and he's barely conscious. You see your uncle dripping in blue blood and nearly unconscious. She then pulls him close to her. 
And then it looks like she's gonna go in for a bite. But then she stops and kind of looks at him. Wait a minute. And you see her hold him aloft. And she she pushes his goggles back. And pull and she puts him back down. And she looks at she looks over the lady in green. She says, Amarantha, hold the girl. The woman in green will then attempt to grapple you again. <laughs> Remember, Kiara, you're buff. Don't touch me! I'm not into it! Remember your muscles. You didn't bring your dance to the party. I don't want to dance with you. Uh, 16 plus 4. That is a dirty 20. She rolled, I kid you not, a natural 20. Oh no! Uh, My dirty 20, I can only just dance with it. Hey, we're matched again-ish! With her added strength, she is able to she takes your momentum and twists your arm behind you and pins you and holds you in front of the crimson lady she's very tall for a humanoid or a human or whatever she appeared to have been at one point whatever creature she is her (laughs) silvery hair and glossy blue eyes wash over you in a predatory gaze and you feel you throat get a little dry as she's pretty hot she studies your face and she touches you with her cold icy hands and she and she uh, turns her long nail across your face and steps back and says you're Dara's kid aren't you you're Dara's kid Depends who's asking. <laughs> There's no doubt about it, you Doris kid. <laughs> uh, at this point, she sort of just drops Lucius, and he kind of just bends over and bleeds all over the floor. Moans a little bit. Yeah, he's not looking good. <laughs> and then he's, and then she says, Dora and I have... An arrangement. And, well, hardly a romantic. We, but we do have an arrangement. And, as a rule of thumb, I don't like to to ruin my business contracts. Her eyes continue to study you closely. As if she can't believe how much you look like him. But if you're looking for your dear old dad... You can find him in a jar. And then she nods towards the lady in green. We have no more business here. And then they... They turn into a... Zora Bats! And take off! So you two fly off. And... You have a quiet moment where you hear... Basically the dying mumblings. Things it's just... Eh, eh, eh. Once she's down um, and they're like out of sight, she just sort of like she immediately like uh, skitters over to to um to Lucius and uh and just like looking at him, she has this way like when she's really 
when there's a lot of like intensity in how she either feels or whether she's in pain or whether she's concerned, it's just like holding your breath, like everything just goes tense for a moment. And she just sort of like tries to gather him up and uh, she has a second win, but that only works for her. And uh, she, uh... do you have anything on you? Lushran, wake up, wake up, come on. Do you have anything on you? And she's kind of trying, pulling through his fog. It's like, you gotta push it in here or something. He's, he's losing consciousness. And his eyes start to glaze over. And this blood is just gushing out of him. You try to staunch the wind with your hands. I'm gonna try making a medicine check. Yeah, make a medicine check. I'm gonna try. I got some clothes on me. I can wrap something. <laughs> it's an eight. <laughs> rip off whatever anything you have. Like I just tear up my skirt a little bit. Just to, like, like bandage him. He looks at you with knowing eyes. He puts out his hand and says, "Your hand lost." And uh, just like it's an automatic thing. She's like, "Oh, it's a command. Something I can latch onto." <laughs> and you feel his <laughs> his hand. Wrap tightly around yours. I don't have much time. Well, you better find some, because I'm... Come on. This help's on the way. It's, it'll be here soon. I'm sure they're bringing a healer or something. Can't just let a fire in the woods, you know? A shaky hand lifts to your face, and you feel his cold blood on you. Meeting you was the happiest thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> and his hand falls limply to the ground. And you try to wake him. So, Kiara is holding him. And when he goes limb, she's like, oh, Uncle Rian. And um, when he doesn't move, and when she just feels how like cold like everything is, she just goes cold, and she's like, "Wake up! You can't do this. You can't. Please." And she freezes over when she realizes something that had not ever occurred to her in their conversation about um her having to do anything for him she's holding on and this is the last time she feels she'll probably see him because from where she's from you go back to brio triact you will see people again you will see them again and even if she goes back to brio triact his soul isn't bound to her anymore. They are not home. They are not home. And so even if she, whether she stays or whether she goes back to Biotrack, she might not even in the next life ever see him again. And so she goes cold at the idea that this is the last, that she'll see him ever. And she just, she kind of chokes on that for a minute. She's just like, oh, and wake up. Please. Please wake up. 
make an arcana check. Arcana. <laughs> Uh, is it 13 plus 3? With a 16, you hold on to Uncle Rian's hand. Feel his heartbeat slowing, and the blood pools on the ground. And there's this unconsciously reaching deep within your soul, trying to find anything that you can do. And within yourself, there is this well of power where you pull from to do your magic and somehow you reach beyond this well desperate for anything pleading for anything and something grabs back with this you feel something coil around you you look up through tear-stained eyes and see this alien figure before you is nothing more than a shadowy visage. It has it's um, it's just a bizarre form. It is it has four long arms that bend in every which way. There's this very long neck with a frill at the end of it and it whispers in in your mind Say In your mind, you feel the words and understand that they mean, do you want to save Uncle Lucius, Uncle Rian? And, um, bleary-eyed, Kiara at first thinks that, from the arms, she thinks at first, Rio Triat? But um, at the more her eyes can focus, uh, she just... Yes. Please? So she does say yes, she says please. And the arms... The arms coils. They come down and press themselves on you. Like, two in your shoulders, two in your arms. And then his face, well, actually faceless figure focuses on you and the word give meaning what will you give and her mind stutters on that because it races she doesn't know that she has anything and And it's just automatic, and her brain is like, it's like, oh, give, uh, give, a bargain, bargain, um, uh, and she's just... The words, like, will you, basically, um, from the, from the one word, you interpret it that it will take anything. It will take something from you. You don't necessarily know what that is, but it will take it, that in exchange. And she just 
Tears been given bark and she just nods her head. Yes. And the word done. Done. This creature expands upward and then it goes into you. It's chilly and it spreads through your body and settles and it settles basically like in your core, your chakra center, the the place where you pull your magic from. That sort of ethereal goodness. Yeah. And you exhale. It splashes onto my well. <laughs> and you look down and you see Lucius Breen. <sighs> and, uh... One HP. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah. yeah. You look around, and in the distance, you can see the um, Night Watch coming. Was, and as we call him, he like he has a a bathrobe and a little medicine kit, and he arrives with the Night Watch when they appear. <laughs> and Estrelda approaches you. Selena's friend, and she, she she comes up and she asks, "What happened?" Looks at Estrella, who calls her attention, and she just help him. Uh, right, right. Because she, there are words she does not know them right now. <laughs> so help him. Um, pretty sure she knows Kirin. Yeah, here's the thing. She says help him, but she's, like, hunched over him like a gremlin, like, trying to hide a fish. It's like, help him. And it's just like, it's the least, it's the least appealing, please help me, you've ever seen. <laughs> she's on edge right now. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she nods. Yeah, of course. I want to say that there was a period of time where that it was... It was a couple of minutes. It wasn't immediate. It just... Time is a strange thing for you in those moments. So... It's mm -hmm. not like... Yeah, she's... I don't want you to feel like... If I had waited ten seconds, they would have come. Because that's no. not what it would have uh, happened. He would have died. Yeah, no. Her her mind is, a, is, is probably like a vacuum of where time does not exist right now. So it's just like all... She just flits from one thought to another, and the only thing that was tangible were interactions with other things. So it's been probably a longer passage of time. Sorry about your forest. <laughs> Sorry. Drill <laughs> um, comes over cautiously, looks at you, and she gives you a wide berth, and you see her touch Lucius. And she just pours all her spell slots into him. And his wounds begin to recede as blood begins to stop trickling all over. Uh, Colum just stays back. But he does cast Prestidigitation. So that Lucius is clean again. He he can read a room. He knows when to hang back, and in this case, he should. And then we will jump forward to the other groups. 
Okay, I think like before we cut away, like um, it's uh after he's been clean or whatever, Kiara just sort of like looks at herself, and uh, it's probably for the first time she sort of realizes that uh, she has tears in her eyes. So she's just like, "What is that? Like it itches." Oh. And smash cut back to the group. <laughs> Don't let me forget. I have inspiration from last time. I need to use it. <laughs> back to Kayanthi. I need to figure- I need to find a time to use it. Ooh. Here you go, here's yeah. my friend, Tiffany. Gotcha. So yeah. <laughs> Love it. He's so cute. Hi, Greg. What did you get? We don't know. Oh. We don't know. See, she's doing DM thing again. The weirder their arms, the weirder the hugs, but you know what? As long it as they're inside, like she gets away with all this stuff because <laughs> she's so cute, but then she's like, I'm going to twist the knife inside of your heart. How's that feel? <laughs> Look, that's what makes DMing fun. You get you get a bunch of knives and you get to stab people and they say thank you and then you're done. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably the only compensation for having a bunch of mulligans like us just wandering around being like all, hey, you have a plan here. Let's really focus on the squirrel and go the opposite direction of where your campaign is trying to lead us. Guys, guys, guys. <laughs> I would just make it about the squirrel. <laughs> All yeah, right, fine. I guess I'll just make it. the squirrel the paradigm upon which this whole campaign shifts. It's a good squirrel. <laughs> Roll with it. The squirrel will lead us to the campaign. Yep, follow the squirrel. <laughs> follow the squirrel. Well, you're Welcome to Dungeon Squirrels, everybody. <laughs> dungeon Squirrels. <laughs> Kathy, you and Threadian, and Ervin, and uh, the witch Samira uh, walk deeper and deeper into the forest. The sky brightens in the cold morning light, and you see Thryn take out a timekeeper. Make an insight check. Oh, we get an insight Okay. Somehow Kayanthi's insightful, don't ask me how. But we rolled a 19. Yay! He is confused. Like, he didn't expect time to go by at that speed? He, and he holds up his fist to stop the party. Actually, he's at the back. So he just calls out Samira. And she turns and looks at him. Fly up there and give me a vantage point. And so she just hops on her broom. Aravan remains under her as she flies up. And then there's you. There's this awkward moment with Thranian. Okay, so what are you so concerned about? And he l looks at the bobble and says, Time isn't moving as it should. Kathy's just gonna be like, What? <laughs> <laughs> then, as Samira flies, so, like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be bad. I'm gonna try to be evil Thranian. So he says, You know, when Dario misses you, so does Mother. <laughs> okay. And so, Kayathi's just gonna be like, a little, like, 
like blinkety blink blink. Wait, talk. Time out for me and Tiffany. <laughs> I forget. Uh, yeah. I know we just talked about this privately yeah. before this. Uh, Chaopi has never really had any dealings with her actual parents, right? I mean, like, you see I'm your trying to parents. Remember what Chaopi would know about her parents. Um, and you, you know and remember your mom, but you haven't been, like, particularly close. She's, like, equivalent to business mom who's really busy. Business mom. And she, now that you're older and you reflect on the past, and like you thought your mom just didn't like care about you, but okay. seeing all the elements of your family, you kind of piece together that your mom didn't care about, care about you in her own way, but was actually more afraid to express her true feelings because of the way your family is. Oh yeah, they're, they're, they're peachy keen, aren't they? Okay, got it, cool. Alright. Alright then, so... Kaobi is just gonna be, like, surprised to hear the names of her sister and mom. Um... Well, have you seen them? Recently? She's trying not to act a little excited to hear about, especially about Dario. He, um... Uh, he, he goes between watching you and Samira. And he says, Then, well, Vendario is doing well. She became a professor at the... I keep thinking Star, but I can't remember the name of the school. <laughs> well, we'll just say Evertree. Evertree made school. And... He says, She should be recently engaged so uh, and then he like you see him pull out a ledger from his pocket and he goes through it and then he puts it away well she is about to be engaged as in engaged to be married do you know other engagements yes <laughs> well Kayafi thought that maybe she was busy doing something but she obviously she's gonna be assuming yeah. she's not gonna say any words because things have more than one meaning granny and of course she's not gonna say that out loud I don't need to talk to someone who doesn't have manners <laughs> of course he doesn't, doesn't have manners, manners. manners. Awesome. Anyway, and if you don't make them mad then you get like, she, you know, <laughs> this is like her older brother who's been like over her in her life, so she, she can't really talk back to him unless it's like an accident. You're a younger um, sister. Talk back all you like. Oh, she's still working she's on it. She's a bunch of mom and stuff. Let her, let her live. Come on. Anyway, um, great then. It's like, well, I suppose if I see her, I should give her my congratulations. Then he says. Well, I do believe she wanted you to be one of those, and he has to think about it like it's not important to him. Maids of honor. Kathy is just like lights up. She's like, "Oh, is that so?" Uh, I guess things have been moving along well since I was chased out. And uh, <laughs> he just laughs. <laughs> chased. So then he, uh, Samira comes down. 
and he puts a hand out to her. She takes his hand. I'm a little surprised that he's being this way, but uh, she lands in the broom and gets off. And Theranian says, Well, this is as good of a time as ever. This is Samira. This, she... I wrote it out. I wrote it out. I'm going to find it. Write it up, write it Okay, I can't find it. Anyway, this is Samira. She was handpicked by grandfather for myself from the courts of the Sun Elf Empire. She is quite the accomplished wizard. And while you're off wandering, we were married and she is expecting. Should she really be flying then? <laughs> <laughs> Although I admit she's not showing. Alright, make an inside check. Oh. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta keep in, being insightful about my big bro. I rolled an 18 naturally with no effects. I feel like I did. Okay, you you can tell that he he's kind of excited to be a dad. So, yeah. And Samira is... What does she look like? She's a dark skin. Yeah, dark she's hair. dark skin and uh, braided ebony hair. And she had, I mean, she's, she appears foreign. Uh, she has unique qualities to her. She's supposed to be kind of Egyptian. Um, I think they have round faces with sharp jawlines and small noses, but I could be completely wrong. It's actually really hard to find pictures of true Egyptian lineages because a lot of people mix lines over there. So anyway, her hair is tied in a lot of small, a lot of uh, small braids. You can tell that her hair would be really coarse and wooly, but she had to braid them into long individual strands. And she has these really striking amber-colored eyes. She has this... I mean, she's pretty, but what really stands out is how she holds herself, because even next to Theranian, who has so much presence, she doesn't bulk. She has this quiet backbone to her. Yeah. Like, she doesn't ruffle very easily. Like, not made an evil heaven. Yeah, she doesn't shirk under Theranian. She doesn't balk next to him and uh, your insight can be basically give you that their marriage is a union of practicality and the union the union between themselves personally is built upon mutual respect rather than in a form of like romantic love I dig it alright okay so Kanthi, learning that this is her, her sister-in-law, uh, she's going to be as respectful as she can, because family's family, even though they might suck. Um, and uh, Kanthi will just be like, I see them. It's so wonderful to meet you, and congratulations to you both. And Samira has this slow smile come up her face, and then she, she looks over at Theranian and says, She's polite. I like that. 
And then she just kind of holds her gaze against Thrain, and he looks back at her, and she says, <laughs> Shall we keep going? <clears throat> the light is all that Chaothi is going for! Alright, let's keep walking. Hang on, wait, uh, no, uh, oh. what, what, what did you find from the vantage point? And she says, we are south of the mountain. And he says, no, we should be further than that. She just blinks at him. And you see Thranian pull out a compass and a map and starts looking at the, the area and Smear just waits for him to finish. And he looks puzzled. And then he says, try scrying. So she pulls out this little ball and starts to cast. Can Kayanthi, like, do anything to, like, spy on them a little more, or...? What are you trying to gain information from? Uh, like, what's up with the mountain, I guess? Uh... Okay, okay. Okay, you want to try to find out what's wrong with the mountain? Alright, so, um... Maybe, make... like, leave, like, a, a... Oh, I know, I know, it's gonna be better. Like, leave, like, a marking that says, this is Chaothi, save me, and ties it somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we need to, like, okay. leave a clue of where she's at. Um, make a... I should definitely find that 20 years from now. Okay. <laughs> 20 years from now. <laughs> I'll be around. Uh, so after... Actually, uh, never mind. There's something else. So... So you, uh... While they're distracted, you kind of, like, pull up, like, a... I got a bird that's looking for friends. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I can, like, tear off, like, my clothes quietly or something. Do you have, like, a ball bearing or a shuriken or something? <laughs> or, or um, I don't know what I got in my pocket. Unfortunate. <laughs> hey, Alfie, what you got in your trees. pocket? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I got Oh, yeah. I think I had darts, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah you just, you, you can kind of just throw it down. What's wrong with me? Throw it in the dirt. Okay. Don't you have like more money than all of us? Just leave coins. <laughs> I got more money I than saw God. It helpful. I mean, that would also work. Yeah. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel really, really got up in life. <laughs> okay, um, I, I, okay, Campy is going to like. Maybe she has like know, ribbon or something, some string or. You do have a lot of ribbon on your outfit, so I'll say you can use okay. that. Okay. Certainly. I'm gonna tie it to the dart and then like toss it. Okay. Quickly. Make a slide of slide of hand check. Thank you. All right, let's roll a freaking dice. Ah, oh, that's a nice handsome number. I think I'm enjoying this. All right, so the slide of hand, it's a plus four, plus seventeen, so twenty-one. Okay. Yeah, they're obviously pretty preoccupied so you just uh yeah. you just kind of like slip your hands on your back ever so much like behind your back you can like do this because your hands are you're deaf with your hands kind of do this this like stretch yawn thing and kind of flick the dart oh that's just i'm so polite you know i'm just gonna put my hands behind my back Yes. And so while you're doing this, Samir is pulling out this, like, little glass orb. She's focusing on it. You see her eyes glow this 
soft orange as she starts an incantation. And then she stops and puts the orb away and takes a deep breath. Thranian, we're not on the material plane. And he looks at her and goes, what? His brows furrow. How did this happen? And then she looks around and says, well, I suppose there would be something connected to the land. Second glance around. I'm not familiar with these plants or this area. Kaothi, make a history check. Oh gosh, gotta know things now. Ah, okay, roll the two. But I'm proficient in history. Um, yeah, that didn't help much. I rolled five total. Five. Let it be five. known, I did not throw my little dart yet. Okay. Just in my hand. Okay. So, um, this is what this is what happens in case you want to do something along the way. So you're like, you think to yourself, there's gotta be something here that's causing this. Thinking dire wolves? Nah, wolves can't change mountains. Can it be like the rangers? Nah, you don't think they could do something like that. There has to be something else here right next to the principalities. And then you walk for like a good 10 minutes as Thranian is trying to get the compass to work and the map and he's having Samira keep an eye on you <clears throat> and eventually you remember you're right by Tarina's family land and you and Tarina you remember Tarina made a pact with okay the I could have just done like a religion check to contact Ryoshi I guess I guess it's true yeah uh, that's okay well, well I guess she didn't really worship the fae Right. Anyway, Trina made a pact with the Autumn Cord Fae. Oh gosh, you're right. And uh, so you can reasonably think to yourself this is some kind of shenanigans by the Fae. Like, to your knowledge, they're, I mean, they can, they can do that, and so you're like, kind of makes sense to you. And it's getting darker and dark and well like basically you're you're, um, you're walking and at, at one point Samira says I propose we make a camp and then Thranian just sighs and says fine so next you see Samira she pulls out her wand which is closer to like a a, like stiletto blade with a focus in it and she is you can tell that she has been trained that just kind of like has this dancer's grace to how she conducts her spells and it's really well it's it's precise she knows exactly what she's doing and you see this sort of like it seems like this veil kind of like blankets the area and like it seems like um, uh, something like it feels like the area is compressed a little like sound is is trapped in there a little bit and she casts a second spell and you see this 
like soft orange energy coalesce together and form basically like two-story tower. And Theranian goes up to uh, goes to the the door. The door is the last to form. It's a tower made of sandstone, and there's a dome top. And uh, there are like it's it's an elegant tower and has uh, southern continent motifs reminiscent of where she's from. Threddy just opens the door, like, expecting it to be there. And, uh, everyone is ush ushered inside. So, you enter this small, like, magic RV camper thing. And inside, there's, there's like, a, uh, a little kitchenette and sleeping quarters. And then above you, there is a loft. And it's there... And then Thranian sits on a stool by the little kitchenette, and he says to Samira, Would you give my sister and I a moment alone? She just goes, Sure. She's like, <laughs> She's like, Okay. So then she, she, uh, pulls, she pulls out a little stool for you, and then she what she does is she has she has a staff that she had across her back the whole time so now you see it turn just begin to turn from who is snake from wood to scales to tail to a very long snake and this big snake goes in into the loft and Samira strokes it and says bring him up and so she has the snake coil around airvan and bring him up to the loft and then she goes up after and it's you and thernian alone all right well Chianti is like standing here like she's been invited to someone's house but she doesn't know what to do yet like do i take off my shoes do i wash my hands do i say wow it smells great in here what are you cooking you know so is just standing there like super awkward like this feels very domestic and I'm a little terrified <laughs> I feel scared I'm a, little, I'm a little scared and uh we're gonna go back to the other team alright we're just gonna stand there awkwardly Let's go. yeah yeah lots to do today Luna you and Galak are riding home and you see Elliot and your mom oh hi guys oh hello Luna hey Ruger Oh, that's a pretty ring. Yes, thanks. <laughs> and she looks over at Galak. I see Galak has a matching one. And then she just kind of puts up her hair casually. Well, we got a message from Herbert. It turns out there's some sort of trouble in the woods. And when she says that, the, the bracelets you have start glowing. Oh, okay. Um. Oh no. And I look towards Luna. Keontae's in trouble. Where did she go? Uh, so it, bl it blinks in her color, so we know it's her, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Do you know where she is? Does it blink faster as we get closer? Or It just indicates that she is in danger. 
uh, Luna, you don't you don't know where she is. Ellie, you remember that she and Aravan Lake went for a walk by the Arnold Estate. I mean, they didn't, shouldn't be too far. There, Kiafi lives with Aravan, walking around your estate. Well, we know Kiafi's in trouble, so we'll come back for Kiara. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, last show you, you guys saw was after we left the, uh... It was at um, the party, right? Yeah, it was after the beach party. We were walking back into town, and, uh, Rian was like, well, let's go for a walk. And Kira's like, yeah, okay, bye, guys. Last, last time I remember... So as far as you guys know, I'm perfectly fine and dandy. Also, where's yeah. my familiar? <laughs> yeah, she... She's with Lucius, so she should be fine. <laughs> Oh yeah, Lucia's perfectly capable. Nothing bad will happen to him. Yeah, they'll yeah. keep each other safe. Very capable people. There's nothing he's a, wrong here. He's I mean, a demon. Just where's the safe? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Lucius is a demon hunter. They'll be fine. Yeah, and I grew up around this forest. Nothing goes wrong here. Yeah. Roll to four. It's perfectly safe. <laughs> yeah, and like so as we're there aren't even bears. So we're and like, as we're as we're walking, I'm like, hey, do you? You think, um, you think Aravan and Kiyambi think that yes. they'll be- <gasps> I thought so too! <laughs> I bet they're kissing right now. Um, they're in trouble, showing the bracelet. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah, we should find them. <laughs> Their mouths are sore from kissing so much. Good luck. Good luck with you, and he's like, well, I hope they're fine. If she's dying, it's like all the implications. <laughs> it's like all bad kiss. Let's go home. <laughs> yeah, I look at my person, I'm like, yeah, it's for danger. Oh, not for kissing. Right. The date wasn't bumping, so we gotta go home now and just watch TV. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. To be, her, to be fair, it was her fault the date sucked. So. He didn't bring pizza, she didn't, like, bring soda. It was just like, you know, it was a meh. <laughs> Plenty of starlight, not enough food. No food. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So uh, you're you're right back. Uh, you come back to the Arnold Estate, and it's strange because you see uh, three people uh, in the window in Lionel's room. That's kind of weird. Hmm. Lionel usually have a lot of people over in his. I mean, he's a he's a cool guy. Uh, not always in his room. Um. Hmm. Uh. Then, um, I'm gonna try to wrap it up. So next up, we go over to to Jade, who comes to Kiara and Lucia's party. And she comes over and says, what happened? She just immediately uh, starts casting, um, and this little, like, spirit comes out and starts dispersing healing energy in the, in the field. Back to full? Um, it, heal, it heals you and, every uh, six seconds. So I, uh... So you gain six points back every six seconds. So every six seconds you can help Bomb back. Bomb diggity. 
and then just FYI, you've been cutting out a little bit for the past minute. Yes. Okay. I got that I get my health back um, with uh, with time, so I got six for now, and then I get more later, and that, uh... Not McKenna Mom. Luna Mom. <laughs> Luna Mom. Jade. McKenna, what's your actual mother doing in D&D? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um... Oh, so when Jade appears, the ragers, like, part. Lady Arno. She steps forward. What happened? And, uh... Oh, so... Met some friends. Went for a nice stroll. Stuck her noses where it didn't belong. And, uh... Is, a. Uh, uh... Let's see. It's, a. Uh, it's Colin that I saw. It wasn't, um... Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, and so, uh... Got a little closer to um, what we should have. Um, and she looks at Jade and she kind of glances around and she's just like, Your son's in a bit of trouble. Do you know where he is? Her face just goes white. Like mom mode. No, I don't. What do you mean? Well, so, well, I doubt that he's stuck with himself. Well, I doubt he's going to get himself into the same type of trouble that that um Uncle Rian got so that Rian got himself into but um he's got some friends he doesn't know he has and uh and uh she sort of like does this little thing where she sort of flashes her teeth and she's just like I'm thinking that they uh I'm thinking that uh if he's not aware then he'll be made aware soon and she explains uh like a little bit about like that they were following like a uh, Rian had like a bad vibe and uh so sh so they were following um one of the guys on Nightwatch name again so that Rune. I don't huh Rune. Rune. okay Rune. Rune. sorry Colin sorry. it's like ruin because he's gonna ruin his life Rune. yeah yeah so uh followed Rune and uh seemed pretty. It seemed like it was going to be a pretty empty night, but then, um... It's all... But then, you know, after some... It's after we investigated for a little bit, uh... Saw him fading off of one of your denizens, uh... One of fine, finer denizens of the... Of your community, and, uh... When he met back... She... You see her just glance her at the house. Toria. Because she, she motions back. Go check on Toria. And some rangers break off to go check out her house. He answers. To, it's a. He answers to two women. One in red that he call that uh, he calls him. Um, I don't know, lady or mistress or something or other, and one in green. Um, and so and she's trying to call up the information, but it's a little bit broken because it's been a min. It's it's been a minute in her mind. It's been it's been a it's lot. Been it's been intense. And uh, Jade. Waits. Yeah. Jade's patient. Yeah. And by the sounds of it, they're getting a little bit impatient with him, so uh, if they can't make him come to them, then they're going to take what's yours to so that he can take it for the road. Her face tightens as she listens to your word. Well, yeah. you're not taking Lionel from me. So, uh, she gives you... She has a 
passive type thing she can cast on you. Let me check. Then she stands up and you see her face a tree and she she goes and runs her palm down. See a like big thick tree trunk. And as she runs her palm down this forest energy gathers at her fingertips. Oh no. I'm missing the flavor. Forest energy gathers at her fingertips and this door opens as she casts tree stride. And she motions for you to come through. Let's see who else will come. How many can go? Anyways, she sends people to get a head start and so she puts out her hand next to you, calm, uh, kind of kneels by Lucius and says, I'll make sure he's taken care of. She appreciates that like, he cast Prestidigitation and like helped clean him up, but um, when she looks at him, it's like she wants to say something because she's starting to feel that she's like worried about mm-hmm. the deal she made at this point. But that, but like, doesn't really latch on to how worried she is about that. But she just looks at him. She's like, "Ian, take care of yourself too. Thank you." And she just like, like, does a little squeeze on his shoulder before like, um, tromping up yes. to go do some and trouble. She, you go through the tree, and it brings you five hundred feet closer. And then Jade turns into a dire wolf, and we're gonna close all of you. You guys are all closing in on the house. Yeah, and uh, she's like, oh, I sent my familiar out earlier. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I wonder where he's at. Hope he's okay. She kind of gives this, hmm. I mean, she's a wolf. And then he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, really? To <laughs> <laughs> be continued. Great. Oh, my cat. I found my familiar. <laughs> Aww. Here's his butt. Yeah. And it doesn't belong to another oh, person. Oh, hello. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, this time it's not trying to betray you. Hooray. Hooray. As far as we know. It is a cat. I, mean, it's I don't know. It's a cat. I don't know how many times I've Sherlock betrayed you. Well, he did, He keeps getting uh, pieces of litter in my bed. So. <laughs> Pretty bad. Me too. Yeah. Why do they do that? Probably because it gets stuck in their paws. Yeah. I use pretty litter, so it's more like sand. And if oh, I, I just make sure that litter. I put the kick, like the kick mat nearby her thing, and I make sure her thing is like far from my bed, usually it doesn't get into the room. That's good of you. It's, All right. It's a- Woohoo, Tiffany's! Congratulations for getting you done. You did it. Yay! It was a difficult journey, the but you did it. Computers and technicality and like five oh different cut, yeah. cut seam jumps everywhere. Good job. We're proud of you. I think MVP award should go to <laughs> Tiffany because like you I got a lot. I say that every lot. week, frankly. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and like Thanks. you, you got a lot done. Like you, you made a lot of tra- <laughs> you made a lot of traction this this episode, even though it felt like you kept on getting stuck in mud. <laughs> Was split four ways. Ah. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I'm trying to just get you guys back together. I know it's hard to like 
divide. Don't you sessions. know? You never split the party. <laughs> yeah. You get attacked by things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Favorite moments, Michael. Oh my gosh, there is a lot of really good moments. That that death scene with with Rian and slash Lucius and Kiara. I was like, no. How could Tiffany do this? Not our sweet Which is with our funny character. <laughs> yeah. It just, uh, that was so sad. Yeah, I was, I was. I was feeling it. I was like, no. So you can't just die right now. I need you. I was like, ah! <laughs> Please don't leave me. <laughs> that was good. Okay. I'm glad you felt things. Okay, McKenna, why don't you tell us? Uh, similarly, I really liked the- You got engaged! Um, I got engaged! <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, it's a lot? I got engaged! Shout again! Yeah! <laughs> but we gotta wait till, like, you know, people aren't dying. <laughs> Read the room, but, um, yeah, my- You're, like, I riding like on cloud nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, um, I like the, uh, Kiara being so desperate that she makes this deal with this random eldritch Slenderman buddy. buddy? Yeah. Apparently, she is just bonded to her now. It sounds like. I'm like we don't even know what, what she gave. Yeah, yeah, we don't know either. Also, I've been waiting do. for Luna to like come to be reunited with the party and say, "How's everybody doing?" Yeah, how are you doing, guys? Like, Hi there. Hi, everyone. <laughs> hey, I like your. Face. Oh, and your hair looks so nice. <laughs> hey, what do we do? Get manicures. What's a manicure? I don't know, but look at my we hands. We should do it. <laughs> look at my hands. And then look no one comes from, comes from cultures that uses rings, and they're like, "Oh, that's a cool ring." <laughs> the camera shoots a wide shot of the force. I want all of you to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Just flirts fly away. Look at it. Kristen, Kristen. All right, unanimous decision. It was definitely the death scene. It was like, oh, the emotion. We like was death there. here. Yeah. Plus, maybe it was just me, but the Olympics were going on downstairs, and it was someone's ice skating program and it was very sad music playing. <laughs> just like, oh. Yes! Yes! So I don't think any of you felt it, but I was like, oh no! I saw your face! <laughs> and I was like, oh dang! Christian. <laughs> the soundtrack was kicking in, plus Luscious Wind Towel! He's been there since like yeah. the beginning! Yeah. I was like, don't you kill him? I was drunk. Oh, no. <laughs> so yeah, it was just a perfect cocktail. Of why? No one is safe. <laughs> yes. So I'm gonna vote again for the death scene for Kiara's reaction and ending up with a bargain because Keanthi knows that that's like. <laughs> yeah. Kiara just okay. got the creepiest, loveliest hug ever. <laughs> yeah. I feel left out. I can make some deals too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll get you there. We're gonna start now. <laughs>
Yeah. Be careful what you wish for. That's what we were talking about when Tiffany and you cut out. I was just like, well, what's behind you? She's the DM. I'd be careful no. about your wishes. Yeah. <laughs> Like my monkey my paw, monkey paw. <laughs> I mean, I say, so like, there's probably gonna be some weird stuff. There's some weird, weird. You're gonna be the one dishing out deals. Yeah. Ooh, there we go. Nice twist. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Deals with me. Imagine that. That'd be fun. <laughs> and Serena. Serena. All right. So honorable mentions. I'm just gonna pass them out right yes. now. Congratulations, Luna. You got engaged to your boy. You. After all these your evil ex boyfriends, you finally you finally mm -hmm. got a good one, or he Should finally I got you. Should I invite you to my wedding? Or yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll fight your dad down the aisle to see if I can like pass you on. But like you know, <laughs> I might also like try and fight for that spot. But it's okay. I'll be flower girl, just pelting people with flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll so, be picking them was... up behind you like, oh gosh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. So, I, I like that the both of y'all just like caught each other, so that's sweet. And you're just like, as ever, impulsive to like, mine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that, I want it. <laughs> yes. It's like, done, let a boy finish. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know, that's Luna. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh look, a ring is in your, yes? I was actually gonna say, do you know who owns this? <laughs> Yes! Me! Me! Yeah! It's been for a long time since you already know the answer. I've been asking, what should I press this at? But nah. <laughs> but, so, love the impulsivity. I like that you're seeing more of that in Luna again. I liked um, how, like, Kayanthe is just, like, trying with all of the poise to, like, handle the rudeness of her family <laughs> enduring all of their animal behavior the most polite kidnappy you've ever had five stars on the kidnappy edgeless like audrey hepburn in like a monk outfit at this point it's like oh i don't need to be mad right now you know what you did and you could have better manners it was just a small little taste, a small little droplet of, of spite that came from Kiyambi, and I'm there for it. It's yeah. spite with pretty lace gloves, and that yeah. works for you. That was, was like the moment. Best. I was just like, I gotta say something mean. I gotta. Yeah. She's say like, it. she's right. working on the rebellion thing. Now she's back she's... in her family. She's like, oh crap. I mean, but yeah. I said crap. The trauma's feeling The RAP. Who's right? And then Ellie's yeah. like You're feeling good enough to do pranks. <laughs> yeah. And then you have like little Ellie who's like ready to do pranks again. So like that was that was a nice little like, ah, I'm glad you're feeling like up to that again. And also, Order was quite rude earlier. He does deserve a bit of a makeover, you know, to fix his rudeness. Because yeah. if any of the brothers have to learn a lesson tonight, at least one of them should. It's just been curious. We haven't seen him with hair, so I was like, what would he look like with hair? You gotta figure this out. Wait, but what about my masterpiece? Nice. And uh, but yeah, uh, with I selfishly, my vote's gonna go to me because yeah, um, yeah, I just it was a great moment. It was yeah. just like thinking back on like all the things that she has talked with with uh, Rian and all the questions that she has and all the things that, like he's just talked with her about. She's just like, 
Please don't leave me. Please don't. I need I need help. I don't know that anyone else would understand this and I just don't get it. Help. What do I do? Do I do I beg to your god? Like what's happening? <laughs> How many gods can I beg to? Is there a list? <laughs> do, do I pray for you? How do I bury you? I don't understand. I can't tell my dad. I have to say hi. That's really awkward because I was a dick as a child. <laughs> but also, like, thank you so much, Tiffany, for handling all the connection issues but still soldiering through to the end and not just be like, you know what? Everyone gets to live on a cliffhanger. Live on a cliffhanger. I just can't. Internet. I already got there, you know? She just made cool stuff to get there. You know what? Whatever. Magic. You guys are together again. You know what? I mean, there's a stubborn streak in me that shows up. You know what? You're lost. He's dead. You're married. You're married. You're short. Get out of my house. We're voting that Kira gets inspiration. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Alright, write that down. Stokey note, something. Yarion, inspiration. Alright, well, thanks for watching, everyone. Come again. Until next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is Tiffany, your GM for Dungeon Damsels. We update on Wednesdays and Saturdays now at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We have merchandise on our Red Bubble and on links via the link tree. We also have coffee and a Patreon if you wish to donate to us. Please like, subscribe, and comment as we would love to hear from you. Uh, you can also find us on basically every podcast platform out there if you can't sit down and listen to a YouTube video. And if you're wondering why we don't stream, it's because my internet can't support it. But uh, regardless, thank you for listening and watching. And remember to be kind, inclusive, and loving. <laughs>